Hello sports fans, welcome to Bold Sports. This is Steve. And Matt. We will be discussing all Pittsburgh sports from Steelers to Penguins and Pirates. With some talk on local colleges, and we may have a rare look at Whitfield. Tune in each week at Sorgatron Media for Bold Sports. Hey folks, how's it going out there this weekend? Uh, it was New Year's this past week, Matt. It is a new year. It's 2018, it is this is our first show of the new year. It is, first show of the new year, week 18 total. I feel like we've already got so much excitement that's happened just uh, just since the calendar page turned, but we got some good games back at the end of 2017. We did. That, that we get to talk about. Uh, the Steelers will have a little bit later. Got a lot of college basketball and hockey going on. It's that time of year where um, our, our girlfriends really hate it. <laughs> Speak for yourself, man. Speak for yourself. You know. Uh, I mean, your girl is a sports girl. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean like, she she watches college hoops. She watches hockey. She watches all football. She will not let me drop like SEC Network. Well, even because... if it means even if it means like Travel Channel and Food Network and shows that we like to watch together. Like she she needs to make sure she can watch SEC. Gamecock basketball. Like, football season I get, but, like, she's like, no, I want to watch Gamecock basketball, too. So I'm like, okay. So, Gamecock basketball. Yeah. Hey, well, so, you know yeah, what? We're, we're a sports house in my house. She, I, I, We're a sports house here, too. Amanda likes hockey. Um, she she likes watching the Steelers. She could care less about any other football game that's on. Um, seriously. Um, but I'm kind of the same way when it comes to the NFL. College. I love college football. College football is awesome. She's not a huge fan of it. She came home the other night and was like, when's the game over? I'm like... Was it New Year's Day? Yeah, it was New Year's the Day. The game's not over. Yeah, the game... Uh, yeah. If you're still awake when the game's over, then like you didn't drink enough on New Year's Eve. Because <laughs> it is a grind to yeah. watch football for 13 hours when you can't feel your eyeballs. <laughs> that is true. So we're going to start off where we start every week off, Matt. This week, we did our week 17 last week of the NFL Picks. Matt, you took a little downswing, man. Yeah, it's just I uh, I left all my good picking guys, like all my good picking brain cells. <laughs> they, they, I gave them the week off to rest up for the playoffs. Well, we did drink scotch last week. I I'm not gonna blame scotch. <laughs> That's not it's not fair to blame scotch because you know. That's okay, Matt. You went six and ten this week. Uh, I went eleven and five. Six and ten will get you in the playoffs some years. That is true. Six, <laughs> six and ten will get you the playoffs. I'm, I'm trying to be positive in the new year. That's uh, one of my resolutions. And for the season, for the regular season there, sir, we finish up year 154 and 103, and I'm 160 and 97. Uh, but we still have playoffs to go through, so we're going to have all the way through the Super Bowl. So you got some ground. You can make up some ground. Up I could easily ground. blow that in no. three weeks. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. Um. But the problem with me is the Bills are in the playoffs, and like so many of my wrong picks this year were Bills picks. Yeah, and yeah, and there was a lot of picks. That... If the Lions had also made the playoffs, you'd you'd be safe. <laughs> All of my foolishness revolves around the Lions and the Bills for some reason. Yeah, you you didn't pick the Bills and they won. You picked them, and they lost. You picked the Lions and they lost. You didn't pick the Lions and they won. They hate me. Right? I mean, that's how sometimes I feel about how fancy football goes. Which is over, by the way. So no more fancy football talk. So, there's that. Oh, fantasy football. Yeah, we just don't want to rehash our seasons. Hey, we made the playoffs and went out week one. There it is. 
There, I'll get a spreadsheet in the in my email in a week or so. With I how, still owe money. How many twenties uh, of dollars I won this year? Yeah, I, I I still I still owe money to my league. I didn't win any money this this year. Uh, not even on like the weekly high score. None. I missed it by like I missed the high score of the week two weeks mm. this season um, by a few points. So we are kind of in the beginning of the NCAA basketball where they started um, conference play. Uh, tonight, Pitt got shelled uh, by Louisville, 77-51 to for their second game in the ACC play. They did open up ACC play last week at the Pete um, with Miami. I, w- I got out of the trolley to go to work, and it was Saturday morning at like 9 o'clock, and I see a bunch of... Um, Green and orange, walking down wow. Grant Street, going into um, Brugger's. Case. I'm like, basketball? <laughs> and they look at me, and they're like, yeah, Miami basketball. Okay. Well, it was four white dudes that were like 6'1", like 5'10 to 6'1". That's why I had to question. Were they <laughs> players, alumni? No, they were, they were players. They were in the Miami gear. They were players. They were like, you know, 19 years old, you know. I'm like 19, 20 years old. I'm like, okay. That's why I had to question it because it was like four white dudes that were like five, ten, six, one. I don't want to go to the downtown Brugger's in December. (laughs) And like, I live in Brookline. Like, why would you like... Well, they were staying at the hotel. I get it, but it just sucks, man. Like, I just... I would order Postmates all weekend before my basketball game. Yeah. You know? God, when I played grade school basketball, like... We never went outside. Like, that gym was the only exercise you got all day. <laughs> Pretty much. So, Pitt, uh, coming up this week before our next podcast, they uh, go to Vatek, and then next week, actually, uh, the day after we record, so we'll probably talk about this game a little bit, because I think this might be one of the few times that the Pete sells out this year. Duke comes in. Duke. Um, well, yeah, it's it's something to see. It's you know, I mean, it's, it's the equivalent of going to the Pirates game to... You know, see the opposing starting pitcher. Pretty much. But yeah, like for this season, Duke anyway. Blue Devils potential Final Four team every year. Well, um, they're ranked number potential two? NBA talent every year. Uh, yeah, if, yeah. You wanna, if you want to, if you want to see them, you in know what? Person, uh, if I'm off next week and I can get a cheap ticket, I might go, just because it's Duke, and yeah. I've always followed Duke since I've been a little kid. Uh, the, I've always followed the Big East and the ACC. Mainly it was Duke and North Carolina, and then the Big East disbanded, and now it's all ACC. I'm like, I'll, I'll go see that Grayson Allen kid. Grayson Allen. You know. Yeah. See if Man, he can he's, say, a good, he's a good player. See if he, he's a little dirty at times. He's dirty, but he's a good player. I don't think he has much of an NBA future, but they said that about J.J. Redick, and look at him now. Yeah. I mean, they said that about Bobby Hurley, and they also said that about, um, uh, what's his name? 92 Duke the Leitner. shot Leitner Christian Leitner but, but Reddick's actually been in the NBA longer than I think Leitner or Hurley Leitner was point. in like 13 years Hurley wasn't in very long yeah. uh, Leitner was in Leitner was in several years I just I just watched Reddick with the Sixers the other night I'm trying to watch more NBA this year well that's Sixers they got the kid from that's right Chartier's Valley yeah from T.J. Valley. McConnell so, T.J. McConnell so I, I'm gonna try to follow the Sixers if they're on but they're from Philly bit. Yeah, but it doesn't. It's not the same. I don't. I don't well, know. Pittsburgh doesn't have a basketball team, so you can kind of pick an allegiance where you want. Yeah, I mean, but I don't know. It does. It does bother me to know that, like, if the Sixers win the NBA title, that like some jag off with a Flyers tattoo is like gonna smile. Yeah, and you know, 
So, and then we got Bobby Moe. Um, Bobby Moe Baskets. Bobby Moe Baskets. They beat Bryant uh, 68-54. They beat Central Connecticut State 71-57 on Sunday. They're currently second in Northeast Conference, and they got, I think, one or two games coming up here this week. Uh, Duquesne Dukes. Uh, they uh, beat Dayton 70-62 to last Saturday. They have uh, George Washington tomorrow night um, here at the Palumbo Center. Uh, and they got Fordham on Saturday. The Dukes are second in the Atlantic 10. Man, go to a Dukes game. If, you ever, if you've never been to a Dukes game at the Palumbo Center, like, go. It's fun. The Palumbo Center... Is great for acoustics. It's 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 like a you know it's not as big as the Pete. Oh, nowhere near as and big as the Pete. And it's got like a. It's like a big high school gym. Yeah, and it's it's a fun it's a fun vibe. It's a good atmosphere. Like we used to, they used to take us when we were kids. Like you could take the whole team to like a Duke's game to see Division One basketball. And they're gonna play some meaningful games this year. Man. They so are get a get a Duke schedule. I mean, they're Atlantic Ten. Go, Atlantic Ten is not a joke conference, or whatever. And and find a game against you know another team in the A ten that's, that's ranked you know higher is you know up there in the standings because there's an actual title race right now, and the Dukes are part of it. Yeah, the Dukes are number two. I was looking at the the they're they're number two there in the A ten. A ten's got a good basketball. That's kind of like what the. A ten has always been like a baby Big East. It, it, it has, yeah. I same, mean, same region, a lot of the same markets. Same region, a lot of the same, like, lot of the same like, smaller uh, schools, like St. Joe's and LaSalle in yeah. Philly, are A ten teams, and you know they got Villanova right up the road. That's that was always Big East. Um, well, Villanova went Saint back Joe's, and forth. St. Joe's plays good basketball. Vill- right? Villanova went back Joe's. and forth. Uh, they were A ten and Big East. They went both back and forth. Yeah. I think they lot they they. They weren't doing so well. They switched conferences for something. Uh, but Villanova was ranked number one yeah. in the country here. They just lost, and I think they, they're they going to – the best thing about college basketball is the rankings change weekly. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you, you if you have the same number one team all the way throughout the season, that that's a shocker. It's only happened a few times. And you could – the number one team could lose. And oh. then they still have to play another game before the rankings come out. Definitely. So they could redeem themselves. They could redeem themselves. They could – make it even worse by losing to somebody like even you know crappier than the team they lost to on Tuesday night um you know teams teams jump up and down you're much more likely to see teams from mid-major quote-unquote big five conferences um in in the in the high rankings like you'll never see like Wichita State football is like the number one team no or northern Iowa you know they're all you know, one double A. Well, that's like we'll talk later on after we do some basketball and go on a break is uh, UCF in the college bowl. Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, you know, that's, I'm coming around on those, those just playoffs. I'm really starting to. I mean, I mean, yeah. But some more basketball. You had uh, Penn State. They played the Terps tonight. Uh, I couldn't watch it because the, you, you can't stream Big Ten Network. No, you can't. And that's stupid as hell because, like, you can stream every other Big Ten game on the ESPN sub-channels on, like, ESPN3 on their app. But, you know, where I am, the room where I'm situated, I don't have a cable box, okay? So it's, like, (laughs) Matt's den of cord cutting. Right. And you know what? Like, it's been good so far except for when I want to watch something on the Big Ten network, which is hardly never. But Penn State basketball, you know, if nothing else, I need to be able to, like, poke fun at all my Penn State friends who don't follow basketball. Right. And then you got the, well, they have Northwestern Friday. Uh, this Friday they're, they're playing Northwestern. I think they go to Northwestern. And then they got Indiana um, next Tuesday. Um, they're currently ninth in the Big Ten in their ranking. But, I mean, that was just the whole 
I just looked at where they were positioned in that. In yeah, that whole nobody's thing. played more than like three games. Probably. Yeah, nobody's yeah. played more than three games. There's a lot of two and O teams. There's a lot of there's two and one teams. There's one and two mm-hmm. teams. Uh, it's like inevitably, if the Pirates win opening day, some somebody multiple bodies will tweet. Pirates are in first place. Yeah, Pirates are a thousand win percent. And then you got WVU, which is number six in the nation right now. Yeah, they are, uh, they are the regional power. They right are now. the regional powerhouse. If you're following college basketball, I'll follow the regional colleges. Um, and you should be following West Virginia, man. They've had some good teams. I, the only reason I don't know if it's I don't being a pick guy. I can't really like West Virginia, and I really dislike Bob Huggins. I love Huggins. And how I, do you like? Why do you like Huggins? I mean, I don't because I don't put like graduation rates into it. Um, you know, he never he never graduated players. Um, that's not what he's well, about. Well, he's, he doesn't, well, he doesn't well, pretend. He, he's not as bad as Calipari. Calipari, yeah. everybody knows he's a one and done dude. Okay, but I Calipari's mean, like Calipari's like a used car salesman. Like Huggins is just mm-hmm. like he's just like a basketball coach who's like really good and like. Maybe kind I mean, of I mean, he won. He won at Louisville. He won Cincinnati. Cincinnati. He won. That's right. Yeah, I, I, Louisville. I, I like. You know, I respected Cincinnati, even though that was when they were not in the same league as Pitt. So I, you know, it was like they were doing things from like a lesser conference, and I guess he got respect for that. And then it was kind of shitty how he like left Kansas State after one year to go to West Virginia, but it was his alma mater, and I think I just have like a soft spot for people who. Coach for their alma you know, mater. Come come back to their alma well, mater. That's Jamie Dixon went and back like, to I, TCU. I yeah, and uh, and look at TCU. TCU TCU's doing good. Doing a hell. Yeah, and I don't I don't begrudge him that. Like it sucks that you know Pitt was the way it was when he left. Yeah, he kind of left Pitt in shambles. But you know he if he would have gone somewhere else other than TCU, like I don't know, yeah. that would have been the time to jump off regardless. Pretty much. But uh, WVU did win over OK State 85-79 on Friday. And they uh, won 77-69 over K-State uh, yesterday. They played number 7 Oklahoma Saturday. Uh, and currently they are number 1 in the Big 12. That's good. Uh, so, I mean, we'll have some good games to check out regionally. You know, with whether you love them or hate them, like... It's just—it's it's hard to have as much of a strong opinion about West Virginia basketball as I do about West Virginia football. Um, <laughs> also, I, also another big thing I think is the uh, the fact that Jerry West was from there, and Rod Rod uh, what's his name Hot Rod Hunley, right? Yeah, and Rod Thorne. Like the, I mean, the, Jerry the big, West is probably like, the biggest some, basketball name to come out of West Virginia. Yeah, but like you know, Hunley and Thorne are also pretty good. Yeah, and that's. I mean, let's be honest. Like, that's more than Pitt can say. Yeah, I mean, Pitt's Dewan Blair, Dewan Blair, uh, and um, then a couple guys in the '80s. Yeah, I mean, who's that dude in '82? Pitt that shattered the backboard. Jerome Lane. Yeah. Yeah, he's like that's all he's really famous for. Yeah, he he didn't do too well in the NBA, but I mean, no, Dewan Blair. I mean, I Dewan, Sam Young. Sam Young was Sam in Young, the NBA for a couple years with Toronto. I liked Sam Young. Uh, Levance Fields was. In for a hot minute. Yeah, yeah. Um, these these point guards that, that are just like not not big enough to <clears throat> cover NBA point guards. Yeah, Dewan Blair was a stud in in high school. He was a stud in college. He went to the NBA. He was a stud for a while. Then he got injured. He had yeah. injury. He had knee issues. Um, he had no Achilles tendon. Minor details. <laughs> you know, and then um, I I think he ended up missing a championship twice. 
Um, what? Because he like wasn't active for enough. No, no, he so, got he got traded the trade deadline oh, and missed him with the Spurs. Yeah, and then he got traded again at the trade deadline and missed the one with the Mavericks. Mm. Yeah, I think he, he missed the championship twice. Now, I don't know if he still got a ring because I know the NBA has the deal that if you were traded, it's like the, it's like uh, baseball. If you were traded at the trade deadline and the team you left or the team you go to gets a ring, you still get a ring. So if the team you left wins, you still get a ring because you're on that team for three quarters of the season. And, of course, if you're on the team that wins, you get a ring. So I don't know if he's still got a ceremonial ring. Yeah. But um, I, I know he played in that uh, big three tournament. Didn't Was it that or the, the basketball tournament? It's all those like, retired oh, yeah. guys. Yeah. And it was like it was like DeWan Blair and like a few of his teammates from the Shenley team that won states. Yeah. And they and they were like back together playing playing in a tournament with a bunch of other guys who were like, you know, right at the cutoff point where you're ready to retire from professional basketball. So What is know. the cutoff point to retire from professional basketball? Depends who you Th- are. Like, Dirk Nowitzki's like forty five. He's still playing. He's still playing. This, what about uh, he's kind of doing Steve his Nash, like, farewell lap? I is, don't think is he's Steve coming Nash back. still playing. Steve Nash is out, I believe. Yeah, Steve Nash is done. Um, Dirk's Dirk's pretty old. He's still playing. Is he still with Dallas? Yeah. He, I only ever known him to be with Dallas. So, mm-hmm. you know, if, I remember Nowitzki. LeBron's even been in the league for so long. But, but just, okay, he but started some, when but he was eighteen. Some of these guys, you say, "Wow, they were in the league forever," but you forget they came in right out of high school. Yeah, and I think was LeBron the last year that was the high school, or was it uh, the year after LeBron that they stopped that? They had to be one year removed. I don't. So that's where the one and done yeah. started, which is a stupid rule, by the way. I think Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett was. Uh, was also in that last. Kevin Garnett went. Not. I don't know. I think it was the last one. No, because Kevin Garnett's way older than LeBron. Right, but I mean, it was either right after, it was either the year after LeBron or the or Kwame LeBron. Kwame Brown was like the big bust who went from high school. Yeah, I might, I think that might have been the beginning of the end of the like straight to straight out of high school to the pros. I mean, you sit there and like Kobe retired, and Kobe's, I think, a year older than me. Yeah, Kobe's forty. Yeah, I'm like, he played twenty some years in the NBA. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. But he went into the NBA when he was 18. Like, he graduated mm-hmm. high school when he was 17, and he turned 18 right before the NBA season started. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's out of Marion, out of there, out of Philly, you know. Mm-hmm. But no, I, 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 uh, when I did study abroad, I, my roommates were from Lower Marion. And, uh, like, they, you know, they were, like, pretty close in age to Kobe Bryant. And, you know, his, his teacher, who he, like, thanked in the, like, you know, she's still teaching. One of like, the funniest you know, things I remember of like Kobe wrote, Bryant wrote, wrote like a poem for her for his retirement or whatever. One of the things I, I remember Kobe Bryant was what was that show with uh, Ben Savage and Topanga? Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World. Yeah, and they were playing basketball, and there was like another uh, uh, group, a score, whatever. It was really beating up on them, and they says, "We'll beat you anywhere, parking lot, you know, street court, inside court, whatever." He says, he says, you can get anybody you want to play that's our age bracket. And they went and got Kobe Bryant because he was like 18. <laughs> and he was on the show like that one time. <laughs> Should have known better, man. Should have known better. <laughs> but, all right, folks, we're going to go ahead and take a break right now. Here's some uh, things that's going on over with our friends at Sorgatron Media. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. 
Check it out at awesomecast.net. All right, folks, we're back. Hopefully you liked all that fun knowledge that Michael Sorg dropped on you on that intermission break. We're going to go ahead and talk about one of our favorite things that happens New Year's weekend. College bowl games, Pat. Oh, I thought you were going to say pork. Pork's good, too. Yeah, yeah. Pork is good. Pork is good. College bowl games. College bowl games. Matt, you said you watched you watched a couple different ones than I did. We had um, uh, PSU, I know. They won the Fiesta Bowl. I didn't get a chance to watch it because that was on while I was at work. Um, yeah, I did a wedding that day, so I, I didn't really see that. Or the I, I saw highlights. I saw highlights. Um, Penn State, Saquon Barkley had an insane 98-yard kickoff return. Yeah, I saw um, the highlight. And he, he ended up with like 100 and some odd yards and like two touchdowns. Uh, also, he did declare for the uh, NFL draft. No surprise there. And uh, I think Mel Kuyper Jr. is has him on his uh, number one running back to go list. Um, and I think he also said he'd go in the top three. But then again, Cleveland's picking number one. So I, I know there's a lot of boycott. A lot of these guys are saying, you know, if I get picked by Cleveland, I'm not playing. So... Uh, who yeah, knows? Who do, man. I mean, honestly, would you want to go play for Cleveland? No. Neither there's, would I. There, there's nothing to like suggest that it's going to get better. I mean, honestly, right now, if I got drafted in the NFL to go play for Cleveland, I would go just because I'd like to take that league minimum paycheck for a year. For you a know, year? That would set me up for a while. League minimum and the NFL would set me up for a while. But aren't you under contract for like... Three four years. I mean, you can't. Just... I could retire after one. <laughs> Don't you want to play football, or you just want to like at at forty years old? Oh, at forty. Yeah, right well, now. At forty. I'd go play for the Browns tomorrow. Man. I mean, yeah. I mean, like I said, that league minimum paycheck right there. Boom. Uh, you know, league minimum sixty grand a game. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take that. If they, if they give, as long as they give it a little bit back to the fans in terms of like cost savings, because I. I would not be able to provide even the even the level we saw on Sunday. No, what is Which, it? Which, by the way, almost was good enough to beat the Steelers, but we'll get into that Well, later. we'll talk about that. Um, and then Miami. I love seeing Miami lose at home in the Orange Bowl. I know. It's so nice. Yeah. Um, not that I hate Miami. I actually like certain Miami teams. Um, I, I, I like, you know, the Miami teams that were like Michael Irvin. Mm. And those, those guys, I liked the the early two thousand teams that had like Shockey. I didn't like any of those. Teams. Najee Davenport and whatnot. I mean, I don't like Miami. Well, I mean, I, it's entirely based on like player hating, though. So like, yeah, it's it's not, it's not like a good thing. But just as a Pitt fan, as a Pitt slash fan, Notre Dame fan, Pitt Notre Dame, like, yeah, Miami I mean, I'm a Pitt Notre Dame. Been, Miami's been a pain in our ass. You know, yeah, so yo, I I, I like some of those. I, I like the the history they have. I don't like them. Yeah. It's kind of like the Yankees. I love the history of the Yankees, but I hate the Yankees. Well, the history of the Yankees is the history of baseball. Well, but then again, I like the history of the Yankees before Steinbrenner. Yeah. Uh, the Steinbrenner era is... is well, the Steinbrenner era is also fascinating. You know? It is fascinating. You got Billy Martin. Billy you got, Martin. I mean, yeah. You got I, Joe Girardi. You got right? Derek Jeter. You got but, A-Rod. But with, but with Miami, bat, Miami football, I mean, that's... Uh, they're, they're, they're back. They're, they're they're back and they're kind of like the bad boys. Yeah, again. I guess I guess we kind of need them. 
You kind of you gotta have somebody, especially to hate. especially in a year when Florida and Florida State are both such a joke. Yes, definitely. You gotta have at least one team from Florida that's like really good. It seems. Uh, yeah, and Miami really has a has a home pick mm-hmm. right there with that St. Thomas Aquinas High School. It's right there in Dade County. That I think it's fifty five hundred guys came out of that high school to D one college scholarships mm-hmm. and over twenty two hundred in the NFL over the years. Um, and then you had Notre Dame won the Citrus Bowl, and that was a back-and-forth game against LSU, 21-17. That's the game I watched all day, play-to-play, and um, Notre Dame did it without Wimbush. Wimbush ended up taking the bench, and they put the backup kid in, uh, Book, and he um, he didn't look great, but he made the plays that he needed to make, and Notre Dame won that game in the last minute. Um, they, they totally, uh, book dropped back, tossed a pass out to the tight end. LSU came down, LSU came down and went ahead by a field goal. Notre Dame gets the ball back with less than two minutes. Book gets the ball, uh, two quick passes and a run, uh, gets, you know, gets the first down and they're on the 35 yard line. That's just a great highlight. Sorry, folks. We're watching SportsCenter. That's just a great highlight of that snow game in Buffalo. Um, and he goes ahead and throws that pass to the, to the Notre Dame tight end over on the sidelines. Thought he was just going to go out of bounds, just cross the 50. Well, he did a stop move, and the guy and the LSU defender went right right past him. And then the other LSU defender was right there. He kind of gave him a head slap and pushed him down and just went straight down to the end zone and scored the touchdown, wins by four. And... Notre Dame fans everywhere went nuts. Yeah, I, I know. I was, I was cheering. I was <laughs> like, "Yeah, that's great win for the program." Uh, next year, Notre Dame's gonna be looking good. Uh, we got that kid from Pine Richlands going to Notre Dame. He's probably gonna be a redshirt freshman because um, he's going as a quarterback. So um, we probably won't see him start at Notre Dame until his junior or senior year, yeah, unless something happens. Let's hope we don't see him next year. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you never know. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe he starts because like he's the best option, or maybe he's, we'll see how it you does. Know, they have to burn his red shirt because someone got injured. That is true. That's what happened. Or because they lost like five games because they don't have anybody who can throw a pass. There's that. I mean, let's not be it's, negative. It's, we're not going to be negative, but that could happen. So Notre Dame gets a big win, the Citrus Bowl. Um, great for Notre Dame. And then we're talking about a Florida team that's doing good. How about uh, UCF? With that win over Auburn in the I Peach Bowl. I wish I had Bowl. watched more of that one. I only watched the last 10 minutes because I was watching the Citrus Bowl. Yeah, I, I um, had a South Carolina commitment going on, and then like I was flipping over to Notre Dame when I could. Right. Um, you know, also, UCF, also, that was a hell yeah. of a game for them. They're playing Auburn in the Peach Bowl, and Auburn's Auburn. Auburn's mm. SEC. Auburn's uh, always up there for – I mean, Auburn was ranked high this year. I mean, they were up there pretty big. They would have been in the playoff. They would have been the playoff if they wouldn't have lost to Alabama. I mean, um, and UCF didn't hand it to them, but they won 34 to 27. That came down to a last couple play with. I mean, uh, UCF intercepted the ball in the end zone in the last minute of the game, which sealed it. Uh, which sealed it for them. But I mean, that was a. Uh, I mean, and UCF's the only undefeated team. And, and NCAA football and won their bowl game. Mm. Um, so you have that uh, CUSA conference. There's some good teams out of that CUSA conference, and they need a little more respect, and that's where, you They know, deserve a chance to play for the championship. They deserve a chance to play. That's damn skippy they deserve a chance to play for the championship. 
the only way you're gonna have that is if you expand it to eight. Expand it to well, expand it to eight. Expand it to at that point, if you expand it to eight, might as well expand it to twelve. I mean, because then you throw the Mac in there, you throw Mountain West in there. You don't necessarily have a Mac team that warrants it every year. You don't necessarily have a Mountain West team that warrants it every year. But if you build it out of, you make an eight-team playoff, then you take like the winner of each of the Power Five conferences, and then you have three at large. Right. One of which has to go to like the best team from like the group of five. So what you like, take the so so you would take so UCF say they were your eighth team or an at large bid or whatever, which I think they would have been. I think they would have been the number one at large anyway, mm. but. So you have UCF would go ahead and play a Clemson. See, I would I would have taken you'd had Clemson, you'd had Georgia, and you'd had Oklahoma because they all won their conference. Right. Then you'd also have you, you would have taken USC out of the Pac-12. Who's a Big Ten? And you would have taken Ohio State from the Big Ten. Did they, Ohio State win the Big Ten championship? Yeah, Ohio okay. State got like a lot of people thought they got screwed not getting into the playoff, but after seeing how Alabama performed, and then also, those people are quiet. But and anyway, and like, then you, also you after had, last year, <clears throat> the Penn State people got screwed. But like what I'm saying is, you would have taken the five the five champions of, of the conferences that I just named. You got you know Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State, USC, Oklahoma. Yeah, like. You take That's UCF, you still got two more spots, and you, you could put, you know, like Auburn in there if you think they deserve it. You could put Penn State in there or Wisconsin if you think they deserve it. Or Alabama. Or you know, or, or if there's another, if say like Boise State is also undefeated, like you could put them in there. But like you, you're not obligated to put in a team from every conference necessarily. Like how in the BCS they used to do it, where it's like, you know, like we'll take the best like team in the rankings that's not from like the you know, official BCS conferences. Yeah. And that, that worked out quite nicely for Boise State that one year. It did. They went, they went to, and they beat them in the Fiesta Bowl. That was a great game. That was a great game. They beat them in the Fiesta Bowl. Uh, that was, that was uh, what's his name? Uh, was our, isn't, uh, wasn't that um, Landry Jones? I don't think so. Jason White. Jason White? Okay. I think. That wasn't Landry Jones. Okay. Now. That's right. That was a little too long ago. Boise yeah. State was solid there for a couple of years, and it wasn't that recent. Uh, also, we had Georgia over Oklahoma in the Rose Bowl, and Matt, we know you and your little Rose Bowl history trivia. That was well. Too. That was a was that the first overtime game in the Rose Bowl? Um, I don't think so. I don't know the answer. To I don't that. know the answer either. We'd have to use Google. Um, that, that game, game last year was an, was an amazing Rose Bowl game, but this was you know. Well, last year was Wisconsin Penn State, <laughs> or no? Last Penn State was in it. Yeah, Penn State and... and they played Cal? Southern Cal? No, Stanford. Stanford. Yeah. Um, and they lost. Penn State lost. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then you had... Um, but this put Rose Bowl, Georgia, over Oklahoma, and that, that was double overtime, and, and that that kind of shut up, you know, all those Oklahoma peeps. Well, they played a good game. They... They just as easily could have won. They could have easily won. I mean, they they, they made they got a field goal blocked. They, they had they had some some questionable offensive play calling. They definitely did. Um, you know, they like you said, they had the field goal block. They had the field goal block um, in that double overtime, but that wasn't the whole they reason. They had why momentum they lost. early, like they they scored, you know, at will. 
and, and in the what, first quarter, but like the game's four quarters. And that quarterback, what the hell's his name? Mayfield. Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. He's a cocky son of a bitch, isn't he? I really hadn't really like, <laughs> seen much of him. Uh, the only time I really watched any uh, other than highlights, and I watched the whole game of his, was at Rose Bowl last night. He's just a cocky son of a bitch. But the way he was like running around, like they won the coin toss. Oh yeah, they won the like, coin toss. He's like, I understand getting pumped up though. Like I don't, I don't see like how there's something just like absolutely wrong with somebody like winning the coin toss and then running over to the side. Well, they won the coin toss and to deferred. get everybody fired up. They won the coin toss and deferred because right. then they know what they have to go do. They can see if Georgia scores, I, I gets get a field that, goal, I, or doesn't score, and they get the ball and see what they can do. I thought it was weird that the quarterback was like hooping and hollering about that. Yeah. So yeah, Baker Mayfield, he. he He's going to be in the top five of the draft picks uh, coming up here in the NFL draft. I hope the Steelers get him. Why? <laughs> because because we have to raise the bar. 2017 was the most drama-filled Steelers season to date. Well, it was. How, how can we improve on that? Uh, By getting Baker Mayfield. Well, uh, we'll talk more Steelers later and what I think about what kind of drama is going to come up. Later, but in the meantime, I don't know. Baker Mayfield is going to go to somebody, but I don't think he's going to go in the top five. I think he's got a Johnny Menzel tag on his ass, uh, personally. Uh, and then you had Alabama. Is he a drunk asshole or is he just an asshole? I think he's just an asshole. See, that's not. I mean, you can work with that in the NFL. True. True. And then you had Alabama Clemson in the Sugar Bowl. This really wasn't much of a game. Uh, unfortunately for Dabo Sweeney, I was hoping for more out of Clemson in this one personally, um, just because I'm sick of Alabama and Saban. Yeah, same here, man. Uh, I was just hoping for more. So that, that was my main takeaway from my deli conversation today at the grocery store when the clerk was asking me if I watched football all day, and of course the answer was yes. Right. And we, we, we both agreed. Yeah, like, good games, bad games. Some games were better than others, and we don't like Alabama. We wish they'd go away. Uh, we'll, we'll call Jason and see how he feels yeah, about Yeah, he's this. not going to feel the same. No, Jason's not going to feel the same. And he'll tell you about it. You oh. don't have to call him. He's probably, like, screaming he, it right now. Yeah, he, yeah. he's going to listen <laughs> to this podcast and tweet us back and be like, you fuckers. Um, and then, uh, and then mo- so next Monday, uh, the 8th, in Atlanta, Georgia... You have the national championship game, which is the Dogs, the Georgia Bulldogs, and Alabama. 8 o'clock kickoff. I'm totally pulling for Georgia in this. Same. Um, totally pulling for Georgia in this. I, I hope Dogs go ahead and do it. Uh, and I have some family in Georgia that are Dogs fans. My cousin lives in Athens, and I have uh, on my mom's side, and then I have my dad's side, I have a cousin, and his family, <laughs> they, they live up in Hartwell, Georgia, which is in the mountains. And... Um, they're closer to Greenville, South Carolina, than they are Atlanta. Mm. Uh, but yeah, you know, uh, they're dogs fans. So, I, and like I said, I'm just sick of Saban in Alabama. I mean, I yeah, watched. I'd like, I'd like to see it mixed up, and you know, I don't think Georgia's had a sniff of the national title since like the early '80s when they were playing Pitt in the Sugar Bowl. Is that Herschel Walker? Might have been. Might have been Herschel Walker. Was it was around that time that they had Herschel Walker. I mean, if if you're talking about wanting some, you know, new blood in yeah. the championship picture, yeah. Georgia's, like George, Georgia's it. 
Georgia isn't. I didn't realize how good they were when they beat Notre Dame by one point back in the first week. Uh, yeah, I know. Well, that, yeah, I mean that's whenever Notre Dame was scheduling some of. The, you're like, why are they playing Georgia? And then they lost by one. They, they're like, not in the ACC, or are they? I don't even know. <laughs> uh, they're SEC, but yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, but it's, I'm just saying, like, you don't really think about Georgia that much. So, so again, we have two SEC teams playing in the national championship again. That's uh, that's I mean, fine, you know. That's just how it's gonna be. Yeah, With the I, exception of Ohio State, like northern teams just don't win titles. It seems. Yeah. You know, all all the championships come from like south or the southwest or the west coast. Yeah. Or Ohio State. Yeah, or Ohio State. I mean, and West Virginia was so close. Or or or, or you get that. Yeah, but Pitt fucked them up on that thirteen and nine win. Um, you know, and then you had uh, you know, Penn State won a couple championships. And whatnot, and then they split that one in '95. Um, and Michigan's won a handful, yeah, one or two. Recently. Not recently, not re- <clears throat> no, not re- recently. That's a mess up there, man. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want that mess on my hands. Right? Re- re- yeah. Recently, it's it, like you said, it's all SEC, ACC, and um, you know, and you get Oklahoma and Nebraska slip in on occasion, and Nebraska, <laughs> man, that was a long time ago too. Yeah, that was. 95 when they split with Penn State or actually they gave it to Nebraska because it was Tom Osborne's last year or something like it that. Was, that was when it was just a vote. Yeah. That, there were no computer rankings, there were no playoffs. That was just a straight straight up vote. And I I think Nebraska was probably the better team. So so I mean, all in on. all all in all in this in this college football season my take from it is the SEC still really strong. The ACC is strong. Big Ten strong, uh, not as strong as they sh- as they could have been, um, and for the local guys, Pitt's got a lot of work to do. West Virginia has some work to do. Uh, Penn State, they're gonna I think see a rebuilding year next year. Yeah, uh, or not a rebuilding year, but I don't think they'll be as strong as they. Could we'll have find been. out how good James Franklin is. We as will. A recruiter. I mean, as exactly as a recruiter. Uh, we'll wait next Monday. We'll we'll find out Georgia or Bama. And like I said, we're both pulling for Georgia on this. And it's in it's in Atlanta. It's kind of like a it's a in the home state of the Georgia Bulldogs, mm-hmm. not the home uh, city. But uh, you know, it's still it's still closer to Athens than it is to Tuscaloosa. That is true. That and they get true. to play at that brand new stadium with like uh, Mercedes, like Mercedes Benz. Benz Stadium. Yeah, did you realize that Mercedes Benz has their name on four fucking stadiums? Four. I thought I could. I couldn't. I could not name three, but I knew there were three. I know the other one that I can name is the Superdome. Yeah, which is the Superdome. Which is the Superdome. It's like the Civic. It's Arena. the Mercedes Benz Superdome. That's the Superdome. So it's just it. Yeah, and then they got the Mercedes Benz Stadium in Atlanta. The old stadium in Atlanta was also Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Yeah. And then they also have um, the Mercedes-Benz Arena in Charlotte. Okay. Is that like a hockey arena? Uh, basketball. Oh, is that the, the former uh, Time Warner Center? I guess. Where where the former Bobcats play? Yes. Which, the Hornets. Yeah, the Hornets. The Hornets. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, definitely. Do they still have the Bojangles Arena? Because that was like... That's the Did they have the name. Bojangles Bowl this year? No. 
There was no Damn. Bojangles Bowl. I thought at one point... There was a Zaxby's Bowl. Well, I thought there was whatever bowl sponsored by Bojangles at one point. They might have They might have had a, a sponsorship arrangement with a bowl, but they were not a title sponsor of any bowls. Yeah, they weren't a title sp- It wasn't like the Bojangles Bowl of, like, Tuscaloosa. It was no. like... I thought it was like... Whatever, whatever. dot com bowl sponsor, or, or it might have been the Cotton Bowl sponsored by Bojangles, or the Gator Bowl sponsored by Bojangles. Is that right? Maybe I missed I, that. I don't know. I, you know what? I'm good because if, if the worst thing about college football is how they taunt me with Bojangles. Uh, and we, like, there's not a Bojangles. There's for not like a Bojangles within a five hour drive of fucking Pittsburgh. But I have to watch Bojangles ads like every halftime. Well, because the ACC, Bojangles and the ACC, and Pittsburgh's the ACC, and now we get these Bojangles ads. Well, and until you get your ass to Virginia, I maybe Maryland. Get us a Bojangles, or we're gonna like pull all of our teams. Is there like there's only one Popeyes in Pittsburgh, and that's still no there's Bojangles. Two. There's two, and you're right, there is no Bojangles. Yeah. Speaking of Bojangles, that's how Dan Snyder made his money. Dan Snyder owned a bunch of shit ton of Bojangles, and that's how he made his money and bought the Redskins. Well, other than that, I still like Bojangles. I like Bojangles, too. Damn it. We need a Bojangles in Pittsburgh. And I know I could drive up to Sheets right now and get, like, a chicken biscuit, but it's just not the same. It's not. So, since you just mentioned, you know, we're in Pittsburgh, we're going to talk about the Penguins. Oh, good. So, I didn't get... Sheets 5, Wawa 1. (laughs) <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> Definitely. Though, when I lived in Jersey, man, Wawa was quite awesome. Yeah, I, you know what? Uh, was, but Wawa I lived in Jersey. Fine. I didn't live in Philly. So, uh, but no, uh, yeah, Sheets 5, Wawa 1. Uh, so you had tonight role players scoring some goals. Reeves, Kunackle, and uh, I still can't pronounce his last name correctly, Olsek. Alexiak. Alexiak. Alexiak's the best because his first game as a Penguin was on his birthday. So he had a penguin-themed birthday party, and, like, I've been to a penguin-themed birthday party, and it was for a three-year-old, and he was, like, 25 when he had his. So, like, okay, way to go. And he's a defenseman. And now and now he's scoring goals against the Flyers. We'll take it. Once you have your first penguin-themed birthday party, like, you open up yourself to a whole new world of possibilities. Also tonight, Connor Sheary had a goal, and so did Phil Kessel, who's kind of been unstoppable um, in recent games. He's been the bright side of the, we want to call it the three-headed monster. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and then they need to keep this up and put a streak together. Because this whole, like, win one, lose one, lose two, win one. Lose four. Lose four, win one. To have a Christmas. You know, um, what's going on you know since, the last po- since the last podcast, they lost to the Wings. They lost to the Canes. Um and the pens and the wings apparently have a um, a New Year's Eve history. Uh, we were Amanda and I were running errands New Year's Eve, and we had uh, the radio on, and Stiggy was doing stuff on the radio. Mm. I miss Stiggy as an announcer. This new guy's just not cutting it for me. Uh, but you know, Stiggy on the radio is talking about the pe- you know pre pens game stuff and whatnot, and then he was going back on how uh, the pens and the wings have played on New Year's Eve like six times, hmm. and. That there was one game in the '90s that like they were on a bus, they played the Wings, and they were on a bus, and they got stuck in a snowstorm, and the bus driver had to hit the brakes, and all these bottles and cans you just heard rolling across the floor. <laughs> oh, that's fun. 
of the bus. Yeah. <laughs> he I, didn't I say mean, what year it was, but I'm assuming it was in the early 90s. <laughs> okay, so at least by the early 90s, they probably didn't have the like hockey equipment on the same bus with the players. No. <laughs> I, could, I could think of worse ways to spend your New Year's Eve than like drinking on a bus full of hockey players. <laughs> but when you throw on the equipment... Like into well, the, the equipment mix. everything's usually underneath in the bus. Yeah, but like maybe like they, I don't know how rinky dink it was back then. Maybe they had a school bus. Maybe they didn't have a luggage compartment. You know. Yeah. Who knows? And, and who knows where they were going to? They said they were on a bus and they were going to the next. They were going to the next city. I'm sitting there thinking, Niagara Falls. I'm thinking like, so from Detroit, where were they going? Chicago. That would probably be Buffalo. I, from I would Detroit think, to Buffalo, you get to go through Canada. And yeah, Canada, yeah. anything goes. And from Detroit to Chicago, it's it's you know not that far of a bus ride. So why fly? I'd get that. Um, well, you, flying costs money, though, Steve. And not, the NHL hasn't always been the most profitable. Yeah, but they didn't take a bus to LA. No, of course not. That would take forever. To be like WJ I mean, shit, the, riding the train to I mean, the shit, Bowl. the Steelers only take a bus once a year, and that's when they go to Cleveland. The rest of the time, they fly. Even that's when just they, go to... they don't trust Clevelanders to land their plane safely. <laughs> we landed in Lake Erie. Can you imagine <laughs> if we were an air traffic controller? I'm like, yeah, that's the Steelers on that plane. Like, Instead of Toronto. <laughs> or just send them into the lake. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, you send the Steelers to Toronto, could they get into the country? If you sent the Steelers to Toronto, like they would actually be a surprisingly good Canadian football team because they've got such a like like potent passing attack and Le'Veon Bell is such a good receiver of the ball out of the backfield. That but, is like, true. Like the the down management would I I think that would, they'd get screwed up by only having three plays in which to do it. Yeah, and also an extra ten yards. But Juju could start running like before the ball is snapped. That is true. Canadian football rules. That's, you know. <laughs> There's that. Speaking so, of Johnny Manziel. Yeah, right? Going to Canada. He's going to sign the Argonauts. I thought he was the property of the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Hamilton? Okay, it might be the Tiger Cats. That is that is a perfect place for Johnny Manziel. Uh, the only thing Toronto I know... Toronto would be like way too much like... The party. only thing I know about, uh, about uh, Canadian football is the Argonauts. And that's just because that's where like most of the guys that did any good in the NFL that were in the CFL played mm. Doug Flutie uh, yeah <laughs> you know Jim Kelly <laughs> well yeah there's the Argos um, Hamilton's like one of the one of the better teams in terms in terms of their like history but it's it's like a it's like an industrial town like Pittsburgh all right it's not like you know it's the, the difference between Toronto and Hamilton is like Pittsburgh versus New York well back to the pens though they got three games coming up uh, at home with the Canes tomorrow night uh, and then they have the Islanders. Uh, that's going to be Friday. That's in New York in the Barclays Center. And then they're back at home with the Bruins on Sunday. Ooh, Bruins are good this year. Bruins are... Is that a national TV game? It's a Sunday game, so I'm assuming it probably is. Is it in the afternoon? I did not look at the timestamp on it. Uh, chances are that is going to be a uh, national TV game. Am I, is it going to interfere with football? Well, it, it won't interfere with the Steelers. If it's a night game, it it's a se- well, it's a seven thirty game, well, so that that's not national TV game. So there's two football games and then a Pens game on Sunday, is what you're telling me. So we know what we're doing. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. 
Amanda's like, well, let me schedule something else to do with the girlfriends. And they're all going to want to watch the pens. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, now now here, can you explain this to me? Um, so after they play the Bruins on Sunday, they have five days off in a row. And they don't play again until the following Saturday the 13th. Is that the bye week? Or is that just a... Scheduling quirk. I don't know. Does each NHL team get a whole bye week? Yeah, they're doing that again this year. Uh, okay, because they're not doing the Olympic bullshit. I don't know if it's like bullshit. a whole seven days, but it's, it's, like it's five. Like five, yeah. It's five, so I guess it's because they're not doing the Olympic shit this year. Mm-hmm. And then, because I was like, because when I saw that in the schedule break, I'm like, is that the All-Star game? I'm like, no, the All-Star game is not until the 28th. So, so the Pens have pretty much this month to put something together. To go into the All-Star break on a good note. And then if they don't have shit going on by then, they really need to kick their ass in gear. Because right now, the season ended. They're all far, far outside the playoff. Yeah, we need to start seeing little little green W's and no little red L's. Yes. I mean, I, even it, you know, I, I'd even take a, a, a tie loss. Get a point. Yeah. Get a point. Depending on who it's against. Yeah, it's depending on who it's against. Western exactly. Conference, yeah, fine. You know. Um, put, respect the point, as they say in the world of soccer, where, um, you know, I'm, I'm following a team that if, if they don't get their acting gear, they get kicked out of the league. So, you know. If they don't get their acting gear, they get kicked out. Wait, can we do that to the Browns? Oh, we would have years ago. In, in soccer every year in the Premier League, the three teams who finished the three last places... Right, get kicked down to the lower division, and they are replaced by the top three teams from the lower division. So it'd be like the worst three teams in baseball, like getting sent to Triple A, and taking like the three best like Triple A teams and putting them in the majors. So as we're sitting here talking about this, look at this highlights, man. The, the the Vegas Golden Knights. What a story! Are on fire. They're not just number one in the Western Conference. They're number one in NHL. And they and they've got like a local fan base that I don't think anyone expected. No, like they I got... think people said they were going to get like a lot of tourists, and like the fans of whatever team is playing in Vegas is going to like. Oh, no, yeah, I know. Getting, like the Pittsburgh getting... fans took over the strip. I heard about. That. I oh yeah, whenever the Pens went out there and played, the Pens fans went out and took over the strip. I mean, I had friends of mine that were Facebook Live and they're, they're Pens season ticket holders. They went to Vegas for the game, mm. and I'm seeing. I'm like, I was just shocked on how many Pens jerseys I saw out there. But also, it wasn't like black and gold in the arena for that game. It was a lot of Vegas Knights fans. And like you said, a lot of local people mm-hmm. uh, you know, took that team on like, hey, we're in Vegas. We have a professional team. We don't care if it's hockey in the desert. Yeah, I have, but, I have, a, friend who's, I have a friend who's from Pittsburgh but lives in Vegas. And um, his kid's like seven now, but like he lived in Pittsburgh long enough to get like really into Pittsburgh sports. So they went to see the Pens in Vegas and like... His kid was wearing a Murray Pens jersey, and my friend went and bought himself a Flurry Knights, Knights jersey. jersey. Uh, and, I, they went, uh, and they went to the game together, and he was wearing his Pens hat, and his kid had a Knights hat. So they were both like kind of like we live crossing now, the streams a little bit. Cross, well, I saw uh, uh, friends of mine that went out to the game that are Penn season ticket holders. Um, the 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 wife and the daughter. Um, they had a Penn's Knights jersey and a Penn. Uh, they had a, a a flurry Knights jersey and a flurry Penn's jersey, 
and they cut it in half and stitched them both together so they were wearing the opposite halves but um yeah it's stitching the jersey together is kind of that, that can be controversial hey it'd be very controversial remember when uh was it like brady quinn's sister who like married aj hawk Oh, and she wore that like yeah. that like hybrid Buckeye Irish jersey. Yeah, for, like, the bowl game that they played each other. And it was, yeah, like, yeah. Doing? I mean, that's that. You know, at, at that point, do you go for your boyfriend or your brother? I mean, you gotta pick one. You can't do both. If the man's gonna marry you, like he has to accept you for like who you, who are. you are. And like see, the I, sister of a fighting I, Irish starting quarterback is part of your identity. See, so I, and, and when I, I go, think you just like wear your Notre Dame jersey. See, and, and when I go to the Pitt Notre Dame game, <laughs> I wear like my Notre Dame jersey with like my Pitt hat, you know, and my Pitt hoodie. Yeah, I would never underneath. do that. I just wear neutral colors. Nah, I, I wear my Notre, I wear my number three Rick Meyer jersey. Well, did you see the Steeler game on Christmas? Like they had the like the like what? Family. Oh yeah, the Watt family. They, they were like they were, a three, like a three logo, just like a Charger. Yeah, because the, the other brother plays for the Chargers. Yeah. yeah, that was like, I guess it's kind of cool. I don't know. I just like any anything that incorporates a Steeler logo. To me, it was like, well, they improved on the Texans logo by adding a Steelers logo. It to is. It. So we're gonna go ahead and take a break right now. We're gonna have some more information from Sorgatron Media. Just to let you know, we are gonna go over time again because that's what we do. And um, it's not too bad. It's not like we're like live on video and stuff. I mean, it just just goes off into the air. So it, we'll just talk less about the Steelers. There's really nothing to say. Well, about. there's a little. We bit. have we have two weeks to like we can do our you know due diligence and we can and, just talk about the Browns game and like you'll just have to wait till next week for our insight on the matchup against whoever. <laughs> All right, folks, here's a little bit from Sorgatron Media. We'll be back in a few moments. Do you like professional wrestling? Want your discussions? No holds barred. Check out WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. All right, folks, we're back, and hopefully uh, whatever there Mr. Sorg was talking about going on at uh, Sorgatron Media uh, interests you, and you give them a listen as well, whether it be Awesome Cast or the Wrestle. Uh, the wrestling show that he does. Uh, so, Matt, this week is kind of a dull week for the Steelers because um, the Steelers played Cleveland for the last regular season game of the year, but the problem was is the Steelers started Pine Ridge in high school um, against the Browns, and the Steelers won by four points. I mean, we won. We won. We didn't expect to lose that game, but we but but if we would have lost, it wouldn't have mattered. Wouldn't have mattered. It would have been a bad talking point for two weeks of like, you know, analysis of the Steelers' chances against whoever they end up playing. Right. Um, I'm. I am a lot happier to be talking about waiting to see who the Steelers are playing and not talking about like, are they gonna just like screw up and lose like they did to the Browns? So here's who the Steelers can end up playing: the Titans, the Chiefs, or the Jags. Yeah. That's who the Steelers can end up playing. Uh, Out of the the four teams that are playing next week in the wild card playoff, the Chiefs are your AFC West and your Jags are your AFC South. Uh, The Jags are playing the Bills. In the event the Bills would win, they would go to New England uh, because they're the lowest seed. Yeah, so every team that, that the Steelers have a chance to play, Titans, Chiefs, or the Jags, we've already played this year. 
And I did hear a quote from Ben saying, I want another shot at the Jags. Now, here's the thing in my head. Fuck no, I don't want another shot at the Jags because the Jags always end up coming into Pittsburgh and fucking shit up. It goes back into the Cower era. And when the Jags came into the league. Mm-hmm. Or, or or no, or, okay, in 2007. The Mike Tomlin, beginning of the Mike Tomlin era where he inherits a team and comes in and makes the playoffs in his first year and goes ahead and uh, they lose in the playoffs to the, to the Jags. That was what? Overtime, Mathis. I think it yeah. was Mathis ran that back. Uh, um, you know, that was such a bad. You know, uh, but the Jags have always given the Steelers fits for some stupid reason, yeah. and they're never that good. Going back to Mark Brunel and Tony Baselli. Oh, Mark. Uh, well, Tom Coughlin was the fucking head coach. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Tom and Coughlin won two Super Bowls with the Giants. He's back with the Jags as their GM. Yeah, and he's back now. Yeah, that's um. You know, I. That's why there's talent-wise, though. I mean, I still think the Steelers have the edge. Talent-wise, though, I think they have the edge. Mentality-wise, I think they have the edge. Um, playing down to your opponent, the Steelers lose that. <laughs> they always yeah, play down. Gonna, to their if opponent. we're gonna play down to anybody, I'd you, rather you, play you, down to Tennessee. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, we handled Tennessee like they were a high school football yeah. team when we played them this year. Um, the Chiefs, we seem to have a mental edge over the Chiefs. Uh, now, the thing is, though, is we don't have James Harrison anymore to come off the line and come around the corner and that right guard, sorry, the left guard for the Chiefs, um, for some reason, James Harrison was in his head for two years yeah. and manhandled his ass. Well, uh, I hope they took that into consideration when they cut Harrison. Right? Um, Honestly, I wouldn't if they, mind. If they think that they needed him to like win a playoff game against the Chiefs, then I don't think they would have come. All right, so he, here's what I wouldn't mind. The Chiefs going to New England, because the Chiefs kind of have New England's number. The Jags come to Pittsburgh, and we get a little redemption over the Jags. And then we end up with the Chiefs coming to Pittsburgh. That would be my ideal situation. Why not, if we want the Jags, do we not also want the Patriots? Let's settle. Let's settle all the redemption points we can. Because if we don't have to play the Patriots, that's just a beautiful thing. I'd almost rather. I kind of, you know, what, I'd but, almost rather put it on the line just so we could have one one year where we beat New England on our way to a Super Bowl. And you know, that's all well and good and a good theory, and that's the whole sportsman thing. I want the best of the best of the best. But I also sit there and think. Shit, if somebody else is going to do the dirty work for us, let it be done. Seriously. I'm like, tired of people saying, that's, but it, they never beat the Patriots. Yeah, that's and true. And our only chance to shake that is to, is to go to New England and beat them in Foxborough. even if we beat them in the regular season, like we still would have had to beat them in the postseason for that to really take hold. Yeah, and so the, we have the difference chance. is if we would have beat them in the regular season, that, that postseason game would have been in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Instead of in New England. I know. Um, and that's a huge difference. That is a huge difference. Uh, also, so were you watching Sunday night like I was and I was cooking dinner at the time? I was watching the whole game in the, I, well, 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 in the comfort of my neighborhood tavern. Well, no, 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 no. Sunday, Sunday night. Oh, Sunday night. Sunday night. That, that, that Bungles Ravens game where I was, where I was cooking dinner and I'm like, I looked at Amanda, I'm like, this kind of sucks. She goes, why? I says, I'm kind of rooting for the Bengals right now. I, yeah, I was too. You know, and she goes, why? Cool Tyler I, Boyd was... was I, I, the, I, oh, yeah. Pittsburgh kid catches that, that it. That was easy. P- 
Pittsburgh that kid part catches was easy that pass. Yeah, and I was like, all right, and at least the guy who caught it's a Pittsburgh boy and went to Pitt, you know. Uh, but also, I sat there and thought for a minute. The Ravens have always kind of had the Patriots number, especially in the playoffs. It would have been cool to see the Ravens go in and knock the playoffs and then get the AFC Championship game, Pittsburgh Ravens again. Yeah, uh, not that wasn't going to happen this year. It's easy to say in hindsight mm. that the team, I mean, yeah, that the team who collapsed to the Bengals in such spectacular fashion was probably not going to make the AFC Championship game. Y- had they yeah, in. yeah, you're probably right. You but know, if they had that choke in them, then they would have choked it up at some other point on their way to Heinz Field. That is true. And uh, speaking of the Patriots, James Harrison. So last week we went off on a little tangent and about how it was um, the Steelers' fault, this, that, and the other thing, everything else. And then, because he got released on, he got picked up by the Patriots the morning of when we did the podcast. Mm-hmm. And in the next three days is when all the reports come out that he was sleeping in the um, sleeping in meetings and. Not doing any run workouts, only working the gym. Leaving games. Leaving games. Le- you know, hey, oh, I'm not, I'm on the, he didn't even say, uh, and you didn't even notice because if he's not in uniform, you don't really notice. So he's like, oh, I'm inactive this week. He just went home. You know, stuff like that. Uh, so he, he, he ended up becoming a cancer in the locker room. And so that's where that all came to, to play and then uh, the to team, hear his, his teammates like former teammates uh, talking about him hear his current like teammates they, and former teammates that haven't played for five years they they kind of think they kind of took him like a joke yeah like to hear Pouncey and Dupree uh, the way the way they talked about you know how he erased his legacy how he basically showed himself he erased his legacy. I don't think that either, but like that's big talk. Mm-hmm. From like you don't you don't talk that big about somebody if you respect them and like respect their decision, and like feel that they're just doing what they had to do. Like you don't you don't talk that big about somebody if they like leave your company, just because they wanted to like, you know, have a chance to like advance their career and maybe like you know get a raise. Well, you know? and like they're, Harrison they're didn't get a raise. He quit on them. Harrison didn't get a raise going to New England. He got his he got right, his saying, league like, minimum. It, the raise is, the raise he's getting is the fucking Super Bowl ring that they're gonna get. Oh, I don't like your talk right there, sir. Come on, man. If the Steelers don't stop him, that's like nobody else. You're is right. Going to. Yeah, if they don't, yeah, he's gonna get a. If the Steelers don't beat I'm him, I'm just trying to keep people focused on the big picture here. Right. Like whatever now, happened with Harrison is not the issue. Now apparently Harrison Harrison's not the quarterback of the New England Patriots. That guy's not. name is Tom Brady. Correct. And if we don't put him on his ass like we did when we almost beat him in the regular season, we're not going to almost beat him in the playoffs. You are correct on that. Now, now the thing is with Harrison, he he could have probably been a better mentor. But I don't think he actually has that mentor mind. He, I don't think he, he wants he, to be a mentor. He's got that, you saw me, I'm playing, I want to play. And that's what he even said when he went to New England. They're going to play me, I'm going to play, I want to play. And then even when they said about him leaving Pittsburgh, he goes, he goes, I signed up and signed to play. I didn't sign to sit on the bench. I didn't sign this. You know, but the Steelers changed their defensive scheme whenever they got T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree, who... T.J. Watt is a hell of a defensive end, 
slash linebacker slash, you know, inside, outside, middle. I mean, you can put him anywhere, and he's going to be able to get into the quarterback or drop into coverage and run down that running back or get that tight end going across the middle or even that slot receiver. Um, the James Harrison, they said, everybody said he didn't run anymore. He couldn't run anymore. He didn't do any of the running drills. He did weightlifting workouts. Maybe he should be like a John Kolb and go for, uh, you know, strongest man in the world, world's strongest man competition, yeah. which I can see James Harrison doing that. You know, if it pays him enough money to keep his $300,000 a year body maintenance up, go for it. John Kolb did a hell of a career after football. This is another reason that I want New England now in the playoffs. Because uh, you know how you know how you settle like how I'm supposed to feel about this Harrison deal. Whenever, like, whenever he has to go over and give Ben a hug after the after, after we after win, the Steelers yeah, win, exactly. You know, or or you know, conversely, like with the the negative tack that I've been taking, like say they don't win, but Harrison didn't have that much to do with it. There's that, you know. Well, I mean, you know, the uh, the Patriots went ahead this week against the Jets. Now, unfortunately, here in Pittsburgh, that game we didn't get to see. We got to see highlights, unless you had the NFL package. Um, but Were they it, really highlights, though? Okay, here's New England played their starting offense the whole fucking game. Mm-hmm. They played their starting defense the whole game. The Steelers and the did, sad part is that so did the Jets. Uh, yeah, so the Jets. Okay. But and the the Jets were in the game until halftime. I think uh, okay. Every New England Patriot game this year, the opposing team was in the game till halftime. Then after halftime, as the Patriots kicked it into gear, um, but they started. The Steelers didn't start Ben Brown, obviously for due to injury. Didn't start Bell. Didn't start half the defense. One by four points. You know, the Browns were playing, like I said, Central Catholic, Pine Richland, whoever it was that week. I mean, Quaker Valley. They won a state championship. There you go. Um, But they played Harrison, started him. He played 28 snaps, had two sacks, a forced fumble, and five tackles. Now... Is that just, you know, what, what? how many years Harrison in the league? 16 years in the league now? I mean, he's 40. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, he didn't actually get a start. He didn't, He. I mean, Harrison was on special teams I in mean, that 05 Super Bowl. So. If they didn't need him, then they weren't going to play him. Like, he signed up. He signed like, up to play. He signed up okay, to play, now, now, but he you, did not sign a paper that said, we promise to play you, James. He signed a paper that said, like, we will pay you, you will come to practice, you will be on the team. But, like, there was no guarantee of playing. So, do you think think this game that New England took him to, and New England took him and played him against Jets, was kicking the tires on him, see what he still had in the tank? Yeah, absolutely. Totally. They need help. Oh, they do. They do need help at a pass rush. And outside if he can, linebacker. if he plays, he'll apparently have a better attitude than if he doesn't. Right. If he doesn't, and if he doesn't have so, a good attitude, like Belichick will lock him in a closet and forget about him. So, do you think that he'll play in the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you think he'll get twenty snaps, twenty five, thirty snaps? Maybe not twenty five, thirty, but you know, Belichick has his opinions on. 
when, when I mean, you I mean, because honestly, you need more pass coverage linebackers. Honestly, the, they I'm play, sure they, Belichick they, they has played him. They kicked the tires on him. They showed that he can do what they want him to do. Football contracts aren't guaranteed. They can cut his ass tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, they're not guaranteed contracts like baseball or hockey, where they still have to pay you no matter what. I mean, the Pirates can cut a guy and they still have to pay him. I mean, shit, the, the, Pir- the Pirates team, were playing Barry Bonds until five years ago. The, the, I mean, way, <laughs> New, the way New England plays, like, the, the system that they play, you know, they, they're they not going to lose a game because James Harrison has a bad game. No. They will make that adjustment well before it's time to win or lose that game. And they will get him off the field if he's killing him out there. Or vice versa, if they're not using him and they're getting burnt over the middle, you know... They might put him in there and say, like, you know, you know, get get after that quarterback. Because, yeah, honestly, James Harrison, he's a pass rusher. He can't drop back into coverage. Not at all. I, I, and for as many times I met the guy and waited on him and taking care of him and the rest of the team in the years I've been in the restaurant industry, he's a hell of a nice dude. You know, I think he's just one of those guys that doesn't know when to hang it up. He, you know, he retired once. He came. He played that year in Cincinnati. Came back, and nobody signed him or whatnot. He signed with the Steelers for one day, retired as a Steeler, sat dormant for two more weeks, and then that's whenever we had Timmons go down and Jarvis Jones go down, and whatnot. And then it was Brett Kiesel and Paul Amalu and somebody else on the flight back from, I believe they were in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. We're on the flight back calling him like, hey, we could use you. Yeah, I know We know you're still in good shape. Mm-hmm. You, you you do your workouts. We'll, we'll talk to coach. And would you come back? He's like, I got to talk to my kids. Da, 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 da. And then he came back. And then he ripped up his retirement papers. And honestly, at that point, he I mean, he, he retired for, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it was personal reasons or at the time there wasn't a need for him. So nobody was going to sign him, and then he retired. And then his kids were like, well, we want you to retire unless you're going to be here in Pittsburgh because he's has three houses here in Pittsburgh. One's mm-hmm. up for sale right now. They just built a brand-new one in, in Squirrel Hill. He's got a big farm out in um, north, like Butler County, up nice. in Butler County. Squirrel um, Hill. Nice. Yeah, they ju- and that new plan, like on top of – Up uh, on the slag dump. Uh, yeah. Oh, I love and that new housing plan there. Man, he's we got used to a, ride mountain bikes up there. He's, he's got he's got it. he's got a new house built up there. Oh, it's, it, I I found that out this week. Yeah. Actually, I just found that out this week, uh, from somebody I know that did some work up there. I was like, yeah, his wife and they have a house up there. Nice. Um, I was like, they live in Franklin Park. Like they're selling that one, but they have the farm out in like Butler. I'm like, oh, all right, cool. Uh, so he's obviously going to be in Pittsburgh. Hmm. You know, I I don't know. Does he have any the James Harrison Foundation or any you know, stuff like that. Like a lot of the NFL football players end up having like a charity foundation of some type. I don't know if he does or not. I've never seen or heard of anything. It doesn't mean he doesn't have one. Um, so, I mean, did he hurt his Pittsburgh legacy by going to England? You can't spell a legacy in two weeks. No, we need to, we need to see how this season you know, shakes out. You know, you can piss a couple people <clears throat> off. You can piss a handful of people mm. off. Sure, sure you can. I mean, but like the way I feel about, the Steelers, I, I don't, I don't feel the way I feel about like, yeah, I, you know, I don't feel the, he's... the two Super Bowls that 
he did win with the Steelers. And the one has that he made probably the best defensive like if, play in Super Bowl history. Like, Bud Dupree, like, does not necessarily feel the same way about the Steelers' legacy of James Harrison. As, as we do. do. Okay, yeah. as, as a fan, it's very different. Like, as a teammate, like, yeah, you might say, like, I don't ever want to, like, stand side to side with that guy ever again. But as a fan, like, you know... I don't pay him to do anything. Correct. I, well, I'm no. Not, I'm, no. We pay him if we go to the game. I don't go to the games. I do. I don't. <laughs> and my, my ticket does not pay, like, even, like, a fraction of a share of a James Harrison snap. So. There's that. You're you right. know what I mean? Like, I'm not entitled to, like, any sort of loyalty. Like, what I, what I would hope for is that, like, when you're wearing the jersey that you make plays. And he's done that. He has done so that. So for me, that's like intact. You know what? That's not I, going away. Has he killed his Pittsburgh legacy? No. If has he, he sacks Roethlisberger in the AFC Championship game. And it's and a then meaningful like, sack. It's like a big play and he taunts him. Then like, yeah, that's going to ruin it forever. That's gonna, uh, I don't you know if it'll ruin it forever. But oh, it'll, it'll ruin it forever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Rod Woodson going to the Ravens. Like, I I was okay with that because like. Actually, I was more. I was, he was okay with the Ravens. I was but he better wasn't with, as good with I, the Steelers. I was, as he I was, was with better with Rod Woodson going to the Raiders. Exactly. Well, the Ra- Raiders. When he went to the Raiders. Yeah. Rod that. Woodson went to the Raiders. Then he finished with the Ravens. Link, well, you're right. right. And he he was removed from the Steelers three years right. at the point by the time he yeah. went to the Ravens. He didn't go straight to the rival yeah. the way Harrison did. Yeah. But um, he still ended up wearing that stupid purple jersey. And I had to and watch And Rod him. Woodson retired as a Steeler. And, and his legacy the, is a Steeler he's in the me. hall of And he's in the Hall of Fame as a Steeler. He's in the Hall of Fame you as know. a Steeler, but he never won a championship as a Steeler. And James Harrison won two. Yeah. He never so won. James Harrison, like, maybe, maybe the two Super Bowls balance out the fact that he... Maybe the, the greatest defensive when we Super, see Super the Bowl end play. Of, we can't tell how it's going to go until we see how these playoffs. I mean, we have until out. February fifth to, mm-hmm. to figure out what the final outcome is going to be. Yeah. So, uh, I'm done with the James Harrison talk at this point in time. Yeah, good riddance. Um, playoff picture though, we're looking at the Titans and the Chiefs, and the Falcons and Rams play Saturday. Uh, the Bills and the Jags and the Panthers and the Saints play Sunday. Uh, honestly, like Matt and I talked about previously a few minutes ago, the Steelers are getting either the Titans, the Chiefs, or the Jags. Who would we like to see as our opponent? Honestly, it doesn't matter. We've already seen them all. They're all Jags as far as I'm concerned. They're all Jags as far as I'm concerned. You know what? And where Roethlisberger's saying, I want another crack at the Jags. Roethlisberger had a bad game. He's pissed off. I get it. I honestly, if the Jags came into Pittsburgh, um, I would be probably 70-30 on that game just because uh, 70% Steelers win, 30% Jags fuck us up somehow all the time. I don't know. But Roethlisberger's got something to prove. I mean, he threw five picks that game this earlier this year. When we when we looked at the schedule and we're like, shit, the Steelers can go seriously like, you know, fourteen and one, and the only one we were counting on was that Patriots game that we thought we were gonna lose. And when the yeah. schedule came out, <clears throat> didn't count on the Bears. Definitely didn't count the Bears. Didn't count the Jags. But you know what? Those are trap games for the Steelers. I mean, seriously, they were trap games. And the Steelers always lose trap games, um, you know. And then they, they, you know, uh, uh, the Steelers were three and two after the first five weeks of the season, three and two. And a lot of people are like, is this the way the Steelers are going to go? 
And then they went on their hell of a streak. Yeah. And, you know, and then they went 11-1. and one. So, <sighs> there it is. Uh, I just can't wait to see how it shakes out. Wild, wild card weekend is so much fun when the Steelers aren't involved in it because it means it's like four games that I get to watch and I'm still guaranteed a Steeler game next week. True. That is great. You know, and, and taking the, I watched Mike Tomlin's press conference today. Shortest Mike Tomlin press conference of the year. 15 minutes. Well, he doesn't go into like his... <laughs> he doesn't have a half hour of like every player on the roster and what they bring. Because right? he doesn't know what roster to talk about. Um, real quick, I was at work tonight and my leg was going off vibrating incessantly Did you get that checked out uh well no it's for good reasons okay um S- still probably get it checked out no because my phone was in my pocket oh okay that's why it was like i said for good reasons between the pick games and college basketball and the pens game and this came through uh tonight we have the finalists for the hall of fame oh yeah i saw that fanica's on there Ray Lewis, yeah. Brian Erlacher, Edwin James, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, Isaac Bruce, John Lynch, Brian Dawkins, Everson Walls, Ty Law, Pittsburgh boy, mm-hmm. um, Tony Baselli, Kevin Maui, uh, Joe Jacoby, Steve Hutchinson, Alan Fanica, Pittsburgh boy, he'll be going in as a Steeler in the event he gets to go in. Uh, Robert Brazelli, uh, Jerry Kramer, uh, Bobby Berthard. Those are the finalists uh, for the Hall of Fame. Uh, and they will actually pick the Hall of Fame entrance uh, the night before the Super Bowl, I think is when that gets picked. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of big names on that list. Mm-hmm. Edron James, running back, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, Isaac Bruce. John Lynch. I mean, these are all guys that we watched while we were teenagers and better. Yeah. Um, Ty Law. I mean, Ty Law. I mean, he. Um, Quippa. He was a senior in high school when I was a freshman. I think we played against him in a freaking pickup game or preseason, you know, skirmish mm-hmm. or whatever. Beast. Alan Fanica. I mean, of course. I mean, you look at. Okay. We all know Alan Fanica, and I. My favorite Alan Fanica story is when we were at Bar Pittsburgh in the Strip District when he was a rookie. Uh, and I was there with two girls I was friends with that uh, one dated Ziggy Palfi and one dated Darius Kasparaitis. Uh Also, Yager was there, Matthew Barnaby was there, and we're hanging out with a bunch of hockey players. And then Alan Fanica was there with a couple of the Steelers at the time. And Alan Fanica was a rookie. This is 1998. And up the steps to the in, in in Bar Pittsburgh was the scary bathrooms. And the only thing that was up the steps was the bathrooms and the DJ booth. So we go up and come out and we're in the bathroom and Casper Ace looks at me and says, Steve, get on the steps and don't let anybody come out. Don't let anybody come up the steps. I'm like, Casper, what? He goes, don't let anybody come up the steps. I'm like, okay, whatever. So I get on the bottom of the steps, like, hold on, we got a drunk friend coming down, whatever. Next thing I know, Barnaby comes out of the bathroom, turns the corner, Casper has trips his ass and barrel rolls him down the steps. Alan Fanica is standing at the bottom of the steps, and I'm looking at Alan Fanica like, dude, hold on, we got a drunk friend. He's like, I gotta go fucking pee. I'm like, you're Alan Fanica, and you're way bigger than me, at like 6'6", and like 360, 
<laughs> just boom. All right, I'm like, we got drunk Friday coming. Next thing you know, Matthew Barnaby come barreled down the steps, and I'm like, what the fuck? I look at Barnaby, I'm like, Barney, are you all right? He goes, yeah, I'm good. And he looks up and says, fuck you, Gasper. I'm going to get you in practice tomorrow. Da, da, da. I'm like, what the hell's the problem? He goes, I banged his ex-girlfriend. Aww. All right. Alan Fanka goes, you guys done? And Barnaby looks at Fanka and says, you want to go? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, we all know Matthew Barnaby's little... You know, he was a fighter. He's a he bruiser. Was a he, was, yeah. he was. I mean, at the time, I mean, uh, you know, he wasn't no Billy Tibbetts where he had to get permission from his probation officer to go to away games. But I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, and Fanica looked at Barnaby and Barnaby at the time. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, hockey players are cut and ripped in different ways. But you know, Barnaby's like, nah, I go to the bathroom, bro. I looked at Barnaby. I was like, you know who that was? He goes, well, I was like, that's how Fanica is. Like he's fucking lineman for the Steelers he goes I don't give a shit he goes put him on skates I'll take his ass out <laughs> yeah that's that's what they all say man these hockey guys it's not it's not inaccurate it's though. not inaccurate it I mean, is anything not you inaccurate think you're good at, at like try doing it on skates you know the best part about this story though is is Barbie looks at these two girls and goes ladies how's it going Matthew Barbie defense for the penguins they're like alright he goes buy y'all a drink they're like we already got full ones. He's like, all right, cool. Barnaby takes two steps, stops, turns around, takes his teeth out, and drops them in the girl's drinks. Says, now you need a new one. <laughs> that was the best part. Those guys were nuts, man. That was before like Twitter and Facebook and social media, and everybody had a camera in their pocket. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Yeah. I mean, stuff like that now, they'd be losing jobs left and right. Uh, <laughs> but... Looking at Alan Fanica, if you've seen Alan Fanica lately, he is a slimmed down... He's still, he's cut, he's ripped, he's still like 6'5", but he's running marathons. Yeah, that's good. It's a good way to lose weight, that's for sure. Hmm. I mean, a lot lot of these players, they slim down because they don't need to be that weight when they're playing. Totally. Let alone when they're not playing. Definitely. All right, folks, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to go ahead and Matt and I, we have four games to pick this week, and these are playoff games. So we, hopefully we've put some thought into this. I know I, I've put a little bit of thought into this. Um, let's hope you put a little thought into this. A little bit. I always put a little. All right. So we got the Titans and the Chiefs. That's in Kansas City. That's a Saturday game. That's a Saturday early game. Who you like in there? Uh, I still like the Chiefs. So do I. Arrow, Arrowhead's a tough place Arrowhead's to a tough place to play. Kareem Hunt's off the hook. Tyreek Hill, if he shows up, man. Tyreek Hill, I mean, I had him all year in fantasy football, and I've had four really, really great games with him. I had five good games, and the rest were, what the hell? Yeah. So, well, the, I mean, the Chiefs had the whole string of games where they just the The, the Steelers it, started you know? the Chiefs' bullshit. The Chiefs were were 6-0. and That's true, yeah. The Chiefs were 6-0. and Then the Steelers go down to Kansas City. They beat the Chiefs. And then the Chiefs went on a six-game losing streak. So yeah, uh, the Chiefs. But that are, being said, the Chiefs were a good team. That losing streak was surprising because of the way they started the season. Correct. I think they're going to find some of what they started with. And, and I think Travis Kelsey is still a force to be reckoned with yeah. as a tight end position. So we're both taking the Chiefs on that one. Uh, Falcons and the Rams. Now this is going to be in L.A. So all right, L.A. gets a playoff game mm. first time since. Uh, when? Uh, we'd have to Google that shit. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. 
I like uh, L.A. Um, last NFL playoff game in L.A. Let's see what um, let's see what Google says. Uh, no, they're gonna be this week's odds. I want to know what the last game was. Uh, I don't know. It, I have no clue. I I know the Steelers played the L.A. Rams in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean. How about the uh, L.A. Raiders, the, the the Raiders? I have no idea. I don't even know when the Rams left L.A. We'll, we'll get back to you on that. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to look at that for next week. So you, you're liking L.A.? Yeah. You know what? They got out of a team. I'm going to have to go against you this week and take the Falcons. Something about Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan in the playoffs. You know, Sanu. Uh, Freeman. Yeah. Well, this will be one that we're just going to have to make. Interesting. I gotta catch up to you somehow. Um, I like Gurley. I like Goff. I think I think the Rams are a, a surprisingly a surprisingly good story in the NFL. You know, the team that no one wanted. Um, Is that Goff? Yeah. Yeah, Goff. Yeah, nobody really wanted his ass. So Bills and the Jags. That's in Jacksonville. What we like about this? I mean. As much as I would love to see the Bills win. I would not have an issue at all if the Bills won. I'm honestly. really rooting for the Bills, like really hard. I want all Bills fans to know that. Bills Mafia runs strong. Did you see all the reactions uh, with the players in the locker room after their game was over? They stayed and, and they were watching the um, uh, the Baltimore mm-hmm. the Baltimore game and then... The Anchor Bar in Buffalo, yeah. watching the Baltimore game, and then um, wasn't there one that was like an airport or something? There was an airport one, and then <laughs> also the bar in Manhattan. Uh, that I forget the name of the bar, but it's a Bill's Bar in Manhattan. Oh God! Uh, that and, and as soon as I get, they all went nuts. Yeah, like it was like their New Year's Eve, their Super Bowl. Like they, and um, also Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton got. Um, Thirty-seven hundred dollars. Oh, it's been more than that. Oh uh, well, when I last read the article, yeah. it was at thirty-seven hundred dollars, uh, in in uh, donated to his foundation. Yeah, it's been it's up from, to like a hundred grand at least. Oh, it's now up there. More, okay, it's from, so from uh, Buffalo fans. Yeah, yeah, from Buffalo fans, they were donating seventeen dollars at a time because it was mm-hmm. seventeen years since the Bills last made the playoffs. Um, but so Andy Dalton's foundation is doing well. Yeah, that's uh, good. from the Bills fans. Hey, go! Hey, that's a way to support. The NFL and a foundation. Mm-hmm. You know what? Uh, you, you, you might not like the Bengals, but you know what? The Bengals, Andy Dalton helped you out, and your team made the playoffs. Yeah, throw them 17 bucks. Yeah. No. I spent 17 bucks in worse ways. Sure. Uh, so, Bills and Jags are hard. I have to pick the Jags. Yeah, I, I got to pick common the Jags, sense too. Common, you know, common sense and betting money. Oh, we're betting money this week. Well, we're not betting money, but if you were to put money on this game, you're taking the Jags all day long. Yeah, that's true. You know, you know, betting with your heart never works. And the last game, this is a NFC South matchup here. Um, Carolina Panthers 
and the New Orleans Saints, and this game's in New Orleans. New Orleans won the NFC South this year. So you have three NFC what's South teams. What's the head-to-head on this? They've played twice already this season, so what's, what is the head-to-head? <sighs> I want to say Saints 2-0. and If that's the truth, I mean... Um, Well, I mean, Saints got Drew Brees. Saints got Kamara. Is he or is he hurt? See, Saints Panthers in September. Saints won thirty four thirteen. Um, Saints Panthers uh, December third. Saints won thirty one twenty one. I do not know if Kamara is playing or not. Um, it's in New Orleans. It's indoors. Yeah, three NFC South teams out of, out of that division made the playoffs. So your wild cards are your Panthers and your Falcons. Saints won a division. That's mm-hmm. how tight. So that was like the AFC North. How many times? Yeah. Where Bengals, Ravens, Steelers made the playoffs. Yeah. You know, even that, that NFC East. How many years was you know Eagles, Giants, Cowboys? Oh, right. Winning that division. Mm-hmm. You know, with one of those teams, one division, and two is the wild card. Um, so that's your I, my my. I can't think of any reason to pick the Panthers. I can't either. I I mean, your main reason right there is Drew Brees. Yeah. I mean, okay. your main reason is Drew Brees. So we're different on one playoff game. We'll see how it's going to turn out. Oh man, I've I've got my fingers crossed. You're going for the Rams. I'm I need some action, man. I need to catch you. So, uh, real quick, how about this bullshit? We all thought that Marvin Lewis was going to get fired from the Bengals. We thought he was going to resign. We thought he was going to resign. Exactly. I thought it was a resign, and then they go ahead and sign him for two years. Yeah. Um, he must have something. He must got something on somebody. Yeah. I mean. There's like a P tape or like a Kofifi or something. <laughs> you trying to say that somebody R. Kelly'd somebody? Maybe. <laughs> or maybe the Russians had something to do with it. Uh, the other one I, that... I could I would love to I, I wouldn't be surprised if Putin just got a kick out of the Bengals being so bad for so long. I mean and yeah. he's just like he's just like rigging people's Facebook posts to make them think that it's a good idea to bring back Marvin Lewis. So, and then uh, another one is there's a lot of coaching vacancies. The big one that was talked about today was uh, Bruce Arians. Yeah. Is retiring from coaching. Uh, head coach, Arizona Cardinals, of course, a longtime Steeler uh, offensive coordinator, has two Super Bowl rings with the Steelers. He has coached, and, and they they talked to him on Mike and Mike, this, or Mike and Mike, I still call it Mike and Mike. It's fucking Golik and Wingo, or Wingo and Golik, however you want to. It's not Um, the same. It's not the same. It's not, uh, I mean, um, but he coached Peyton Manning, Ben Roethlisberger. uh, He coached Carson Palmer. Mm -hmm. uh, He also coached, uh, yeah, Kurt Warner. He also coached underneath Bear Bryant. Mm. Uh, So he if also you, has like the record for most rushing touchdowns in a season by a Virginia Tech quarterback. He does. They they said that they says how Over about ahead of Michael Vick. Yeah, they they and they they, they gave they they said that record this morning on that show. That said that you that he holds Virginia Tech's 
uh, rushing touchdowns by a quarterback over Michael Vick, where he had 13 and Michael Vick had 11 yeah. in a single season. Um, hey, cool. Exactly. Uh, so, also, uh, in the press conference today for um, Mike Tomlin, they asked him if they would allow Munchak to interview for the Arizona head coaching position. Mm-hmm. He said, yeah. He said, yes. He says, um, Mike Munchak knows that he has a job here in Pittsburgh. Uh, and, and Mike Tomlin fashion. Mike Munchak knows that he has a job here in Pittsburgh, that we are a football team, that we are in the playoffs, that we are doing this, that, and the other thing, and whatever else. Um, but we are also, as an organization and so forth, are not going to hold anybody back from furthering um, their career and furthering their self, um, which is just a good move. It's kind of a classy move. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, interview for whatever position. You get a head coaching position, shit. It's not like college where, like, you know, you know Lane Kiffin left. Yeah, you're actually you not know, even you know, Lane Kiffin anymore. Yeah, Lane, Lane, yeah, Lane Kiffin said, hey, I'm going to take the head coaching position over at this school. I know we're going to the national championship game next week, but I'm going to accept this head coach position. Like, well, fuck you, you're done. Um, so he got screwed out of a national championship ring. Uh, one more quick thing that came across the board while we were recording. Do you remember Rich Rodriguez? Yeah. He coached a pit one year. No, West Virginia. Wait, Rich Rodriguez from West Virginia? It might have been, Oh, yeah. And then he went to Michigan. And then he's at Arizona? And then he went to Arizona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now he's fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he's fired. Um, uh, he, he is fired for allegations of sexual harassment. Is that right? Yeah. I just thought it was because he sucked. No, Arizona fires head coach Rich Rodriguez amid sexual harassment investigation. Oh, man. Uh, Rich Rodriguez releases a statement says that uh, says he will fight these fabricated and groundless claims. Oh. Um, so, yeah, that's Rich Rod. Uh, that's right. The uh, former pit coach that, that was here for one year. Todd Graham. Todd went Graham to was to Arizona State. And he's also out. He's also out. He's been replaced by Herman Edwards. Yeah, he got replaced by Herman. You know what? If you're going to get replaced by somebody, Herman Edwards is a good dude to get replaced by. Yeah. Um, I'm just sad as a fan that I'm not going to get to see Herman Edwards on ESPN, uh, on Golik and Wingo, and on First Take and whatnot. Yeah. He's going back to, uh, I don't know what his family situation is, but. We're going to need to get some new pundits, too, because I think we're going to lose Gruden. Uh, you know what? That's the rumor. Yeah. That's the rumor, and you know what? I wouldn't... He's only going to be talking to people who care about the Raiders next year. Um, you know, I... I I wouldn't mind him going back to coaching. Yeah, I'm not... And I had a conversation with people at work the other night that said, if you're starting an NFL football team right now, and and, and you're GM of an NFL football team, and you need to start in your office, who do you take as your coach? They said... Because they were obviously they were New England fans, and I'm obviously a Steelers mm-hmm. fan. They're like, you take Tomlin, or do you take Brady, or you take Belichick? I'm like, fuck that, I take Gruden. <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> I'm like, he's been in the box for like mm-hmm. nine years. I'm like, I don't give a shit. I take Gruden. Yeah. <laughs> but that's enough of that for this week, folks. Uh, Yins have a great week out there. Watch a lot of sports. Uh, you get anything that you want us to talk about or have questions about. Uh, hit us up um, at Bold PGH Sports on Twitter. Uh, you can also hit us up um, at Bold Pittsburgh uh, on Facebook and also uh, at Bold PGH 
on Twitter and also at boldpghgmail. Uh, all the information's at the end. I don't know why I just said that. But anyway, uh, thanks a lot, Matt. Anything else? No, man, we're good. Let's respect the point. Let's go enjoy the wild card yes. weekend. And uh, we'll be back next week with some Steelers prep for whichever team they end up playing. One of the three teams. We're one of those Jags. One of those Jags. All right, folks. Have a good week, Jens. All right, good night. Hey, Yins, thanks for listening to Bold Sports. You can always listen at Sorgatron Media on Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you uh, love to listen to podcasts. Make sure to catch us every Wednesday for your recap and breakdown of your favorite local sports and news of the weekend with the upcoming game expectations. You can contact us at Steve Renault on Twitter, at MMTacy on Twitter, or at BoldPGH on Twitter. Hashtag Bold Sports. Bold Pittsburgh on the Facebook or boldpgh.com.